What do you do in school when you're really young? You copy the teacher. The teacher shows you how to do the problem, and you followed exactly the way to do it. Initially, you're just going to copy and follow until you get the principles down, and then you begin to make it your own. And then you can branch off and be creative and do all sorts of stuff. Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, Tuss. Hey, Paul. How are you? I'm really good today. We're going to do a baby cast. We are going to do a baby cast. And today, I thought we'd talk about something or this question that I came up with. Hmm. Is it okay to copy other businesses or brands or lash artists out there in the world? Is it okay to copy what they do? Well, it sounds like a trick question, doesn't it? Because we all know copying and stealing is bad, right? Yes, yes, exactly. So I can't imagine that you're saying for us to do something bad. Yeah, I'm not encouraging illegal behaviors here right now. I'm not saying, hey, guys, go out and steal from everyone. Like, like, literally break into stores, take their stuff. Because we know what that feels like, actually. (laughs) That's happened to us. But no, that's not what we're talking about. We are are going to talk about more like... Following the great masters, what they did, when we talk about masters, I'm talking about artists like painters like Van Gogh's and the Monet's and all that. It was known back in those days, and I'm guessing, I don't know now, maybe if I knew a great artist, maybe our daughter one day will be one, we'll find out. But that you genuinely copy and mimic while you're learning. You take art and you're like, oh man, I want to be like Monet one day. So what you do is you go and paint Monet's. You go out and you follow, you learn at the brush strokes and you learn the styling, you look the colors, you, look, you learn all that stuff. Well, you know, I'm watching this show. It's like some, I can't remember the name of it. It's, but it's like, you know, how to f- spot a forgery or it's like this art intrigue show. And basically they take paintings and they research them and find out, is this a forgery or not? And oftentimes they find out that some of these paintings, they're very old, around the same time as the, the master, like Rembrandt. Mm-hmm. But what they uncover is that it was done by one of his pupils or his yeah. apprentices. And they start out by learning to copy those yeah. the same masters. They and do. yeah, it's interesting that that's a traditional way of learning or teaching. And that, that's probably been forever. I mean, what do you do in school when you're really young? You copy the teacher. The teacher shows you how to do the problem and you followed exactly the way to do it. Now, so, as you get older, you begin to learn like some math problems can be solved many different ways and some are more efficient than others but initially you're just going to copy and follow until you get the principles down and then you begin to make it your own and then you can branch off and be creative and do all sorts of stuff so we're going to talk about that in just a second but as always we got to tell you all the exciting things we have a lot some coming exciting up yeah. stuff yeah and, and if you've been following this on our podcast you know what's coming up so I'm not going to go too long in this but we do have just really a couple weeks away from Vegas, June 25th, we have our last social in Vegas. We're doing it with our friend Shelby over at Last Boss Radio, and we're going to be basically hosting, I think, the coolest, most fun, epic party at IBS for about 250 people. Right now, we're about half sold out, and basically, you can come and hang out with us and Shelby and a bunch of other Lash influencers like Ali from Lash Anarchist, Mike and Shauna from Live Bay Lash, and many, many more are going to be there. Well, first of all, it's just really special. Las Vegas is really fun. It's really festive. It's I love people watching. I love to get dressed up. I love to, you know, people feel pretty and they feel attractive. And I love to see what everyone's going to wear with all their glitz and glamour. So that's part of the fun. But the other part of the fun is being in that environment with your 
your lash crew, people who do the same things as you, who like the same kind of things and are inspired by the same kind of things. It's a party for us. So there's going to be lots of opportunities for glamorous photo shoots. We've got some really fun ones planned because basically we're renting out this penthouse. And first of all, the layout of this place is just to die for. It's gorgeous. So we're going to be doing a lot of fun little things just to, you know, it's just really fun to have a party with your friends. Yeah. It's going to be basically from 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. It's going to be at the Sahara Hotel, but you can't get in unless you get a ticket. Your name has to be on the guest list. If it's on the guest list, we will sadly have to tell you, go away. We'll do it in a kind way, though. We'll, we'll say hi. And you don't you. want to go away because there's lots no. of goodies. There's You're, like food. There's going to be DJ. drinks. We're going to have a t- photographer taking pictures, and we'll put all those photos up online for you to download and share with your friends. We have some optional activities, which are going to be a surprise. Yeah, we're going to have some fun. And, and the swag bag at least is worth 400 bucks. I tried to figure it out, and I looked at it and went, wow, that's actually an epic swag bag for just a party. It's at least $400. We have 20 sponsors, all donating really cool stuff. And basically, you need to come be the first 100 attendees to get that swag bag. So if you decide to delay and come later in the evening, which is normal in Vegas, that's Early okay. Early bird gets the worm, That's right. right. So anyhow, you need to sign up. Go to the link in the show notes or go to our Instagram at LashCast in the link there or go to LashCastProductions.com and you can buy your ticket today. It's $49. Get them before they're gone. Once they're sold out, we can't fit anyone else in. It's That's it. Uh, what else do we have going? We have LashCon coming up in November. We have at this point, I think, less than 80 tickets left. So guys, it's getting tight. It's getting really close. We have right now about 900 some people coming. It's going to end up, we're going to tap out around 1,000 or 1,050. So buy your tickets. If you're waiting and delaying, don't stress. There's still some left. Buy it today. There's a payment plan too. If you want to divide into four payments, you can do that right now. Click on the partially button and you can make four payments over four months. So it's super affordable. You don't want to miss LashCon. This is going to be the biggest gathering of Lash Hours ever. And also it's going to be the most inspiring, I think, Lash event ever. So you don't want to miss it. You come learn about business and it's going to be amazing. And one last thing this week when this comes out, we'll be launching Tustin's training classes for the rest of the year. We have two in August, one September, I think one October and one in December, I think. I, we're going to finalize it and get that all out to you very soon. So it be watching for that. It is the kind of training that is going to blow your mind. Yeah. And it's, I have to tell you, it is not for the faint of heart. It's really hard. It is hard. <laughs> so. Just takes you through the ringer. So yeah. let's get into this whole thing about is it okay to copy other businesses? Because a lot of people want to be original. They want to recreate the wheel, so to speak. And I don't think that's the best way. If you're new in this industry I actually think it's not a bad idea, at least initially, to look at people you admire and try to mimic what they do, whether it's the way they dress, the way they maybe style lashes, the way they show up on Instagram and talk. If you like their style, you like their way they do things, until you find your own way and your own voice, I think a real quick shortcut to getting you going quicker is just to copy what you see. Yeah. So here's the thing. I mean, while you're saying this, I know that people are like, yeah, but copying's bad. You're supposed to be an original. I mean, this is America, right? Mm-hmm. And we are known for our individualism and our originality. Yes. So that kind of cuts against the grain. You know, everyone says, do your own thing, be you. Yeah, we want you to be you. But what we're saying is you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. You can take a system. For example, Paul and I steal all the time. And we all steal time. when we go out to dinner, when we go to the post office, when we're walking down the street and we're looking inside I'm not sure when we steal building. the post office, but okay. Well, we're stealing ideas of what we don't want to do. Okay. Right? There, you can steal what you don't want to do too. Like, okay, that's a bad system. 
never do that. All right. When well, you have a bad system, like when you're at the post office and you see people getting in fights and you see just like really bad customer service, I had a, an interesting yeah. uh, run in at the post office, which uh, you don't yeah. need to hear about that. But <laughs> what I learned from that is, oh, this is how they could have solved this problem immediately. This is yeah. how, you know. So what I'm just saying is learn from your surroundings. Yeah, I mean, I learned this from when I worked at Shutters. That was a hotel back in San Monica. It's still 20 there. Some, it's still there, 20 some over 25 years ago, wherever it was. And gosh, yeah, that's it's crazy. It's a five star hotel, yeah. It's a five star hotel. It's one of the leading hotels in all Los Angeles, Southern California. You can go there. It's great. It's like $1,000 a night. <laughs> it's really cheap. Anyhow, the hotel is amazing. But one of the things I noticed when I was first there is how if there was an unhappy customer, Basically, the manager would say, come along over here with me. And she would pull the customer from the front desk over to a separate desk where was the manager's area, I guess you could say. And she would ask the person to sit down and she would speak very softly to that person. And what was interesting to see when she did that is that the other person would tone down. They would stop being angry and rude because she was talking very softly and very sincere and listening, but was not fighting, was not arguing. And the person mimicked that. And I took that same way when I started managing our place back in 2011. If there was a client that was having a problem, I actually would come from behind the front desk and sometimes I even go out into the hallway. Yeah, what he would do is he would just extend his arm as if he's showing her the door, extend the arm and lean his head towards the door and say, would you like to join me outside? Yeah. (laughs) And it just, the person, they're so angry or they're so frustrated, they just do it. They just follow that hand and that slight little head gesture and then you have the conversation outside, away from where, you know... Other clients are listening, because it was a small space. It wasn't like this giant, huge hotel. So that said, that was me stealing. That was it. And that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. I didn't have to sit there and, and spend nights going, how am I going to deal with disgruntled clients? I just went back to my life lessons I had learned and what I had seen work with people. I said, that's what I'm going to do. So that's the kind of stealing that we're talking about is good. The kind of stealing that we're talking about is bad is like, you're like, hmm, I'd like to make a really cute line of stuff. Well, I really like Hello Kitty. I'm going to name mine Hello Catty. Yeah. You know, no, no, no. That's no. Not, we're not talking about stealing that concept, right? We're talking no. about the ideas, the With things really that really poorly make- drawn cat by yourself or something like that. No, that's not going to work. Um, another thing you could do is a lot of people struggle with what to put on their website, right? They're like, I don't know what to put on the website. Well, go look at someone else's website and just look at their outline, look at what how they present it, and then obviously don't steal the wording that they do. But if you're like, oh, that's a nice headline. I can do something similar to that. Oh, here's mm-hmm. some of their copy that explains who they are. Okay, I'll explain my place kind of like them too with my own style. So you're just taking the outline that they gave you. Yeah. And then you're making it your own. By the way, just another plug because I love this book, Marketing Made Simple. If you want to know how to make a website, go buy that book by Donald Miller. It is by far the most easy template to follow to make a website you'll ever find. It's amazing. So now, I know that note. reading books can sometimes be like hard tech and gruel. You're like, I don't even want to do that. But this is a good one. It's a simple book, easy to read. You can get it through in a day or two. And it literally gives you a template. Do this first. Do this second. Do this third. It's basically you're stealing the template from Donald Miller, which he gave to you. So which you bought. You bought it, The yeah. cool thing about Donald Miller's concept is that he tells you how to market. 
a lot of us, what we do is we think what we want the client to hear, what's important to us. But oftentimes the client is looking from a completely different perspective and he teaches you how to go from the client's perspective and market to what their hopes are. Not like, oh, we have the best products. You know, the client really doesn't care that much. Yeah. I mean, they kind of do, but they're not concerned, oh, are they using bad products on they're me? They're going to assume that you're using good products, They're just going to assume that, right? So he's going to tell you, you need to think about what they, like, can you give me an example? Well, no, you just got to be thinking about their pain points. What's their struggle? Because the whole idea with him, this is a total sidebar here, but he's like, say you're basically uh, there to assist them on their journey to get lashes. They're trying to feel good about themselves. Inward thing values they have is I want to feel pretty. I want to feel important. I want to take some time for myself, care about myself. And on the outward, they want the same thing. They want their face to look pretty. Their eyes will be the pop and all that. So they go out and they get, that's why they're doing it. So you come alongside them as a mentor, really, not as a salesperson. And you're going to guide them on this journey and help them to accomplish their goals. And you have to find out what those are. And so the website helps to address the those pain points and then you present them here if you come to my place you will achieve all your dreams will come true you will be able to get feel beautiful you'll feel powerful you'll feel confident your appointment will make your uh, make it routine in the morning quick and simple like it's it's you have to explain those things and then you find what is unique to you but anyway we're really and, off the well the path. reason why i just wanted to give a little sidebar of why it's important not just like read this book you know so anyway back to do not steal yeah, or do steal or do steal no stealing's good another way you can look at it is working for another company is a great idea first when you're new in the industry going straight from esthetician school and open your lash salon is a really a recipe for possibly a huge disaster because you're so new and so green. And that, unfortunately, is the model that has been perpetuated in yeah. our industry. You go to beauty school or you take a class and you're told because everyone around you, because lashes have been new. So there hasn't been a lot of traditional salons. So they look around and they say, look, this gal did it. She took her class and then she put a sign on the door and people came and she was successful. So yeah. therefore, I must do that too. The consensus has been that if you work for somebody else, you're you're not really as successful. Yeah, you're a bad person. So that's like that. the yeah. perception that we want to challenge because there's a lot of missed opportunities here. We think that working for a salon or working for somebody within another system where some of the responsibilities are done for you or they're shared, we'd like you to look at them as if they were training wheels instead of what a lot of people think is a second best or failure. It is just making sure that you've got a system underneath you so that you can be successful as you learn. Yeah, I think so. And I think there is so much good that will come from that. So we would love to see more and more people when they're done with beauty school and done with their lash license or or accreditation, go and join a salon. Go work there. That's where you're going to get the copy. That's where you're going to steal. Don't steal their clients, by the way. And when you leave, go start your own business. Yeah, let's on your just own. talk about that for yeah. one brief second. So what we are saying is go work for somebody to learn the systems, not to steal from them, because that feels really crappy, right? Yeah. It's okay to go and work for somebody and find out how they do things and find out how you can refine things. And while you're there, you give a hundred percent of yourself because you're you're joining that person mm-hmm. in, in their endeavor to grow the business and you're part of it. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you're disloyal if you leave. As long 
long as you leave with integrity, yeah. you have to be able to say, these are your clients. I'm going to go off and get my own. Yeah. I'm not going to disparage you. I'm going to be thankful and honor you for what you've done for me, but I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to do it. You know, don't compete with your mentor or the person that's giving you wings or giving you the, those training wheels. That's what we're saying. Yeah. I mean, just be thankful. I mean, I know this is another tangent we're on, but I think it's so important. We've said this before and it's such a broken part of our industry where people go work in a salon and then they get bitter at some point, decide they can do it better. And then they either leave and take all the clients or even worse, they try to take one or two of the staff with them and they go open up their own place. And then they get to experience that same pain themselves. When someone worked for them says, screw you, you're not treating me the way I want. They leave you and then they go open their place and you get to experience the same pain that you levied on your former owner. I would love to see this cycle stop because it is one of the most painful things I think I see when I talk to salon owners. So we're not saying, you know, when they say steal, don't go build your business in their business and then steal their clients, steal everything and go to another place. That's we will a horrible never thing to condone do. that. That has been done to us before. And yep. if you know the pain, if you're listening and it has happened to you, I can see you nodding your head and be like, yeah. yes, I know. But when you're on the other side and maybe you're just growing through, you haven't had a lot of, of this kind of experience. I understand that you might feel justified because yeah. it's not being done. Things aren't being done properly. The they're way you being, want them to yeah, be Yeah, they're done. not being taken care of. Listen, instead of being angry and saying like, well, I deserve this. I was the one that made all these systems possible. That may be true, but you need to separate that and leave in an honorable way so that it doesn't malign your character. Yeah, this was where you take the high road. And you'd be professional, even if your boss is not. And then you go start your own business and do it right. By the way, that's when you're going to learn how really hard it is. And it's not going to be as easy as you think. And then, that's fine. And by the way, if you're a really strong leader and you're a learner and you're really out there, you might adjust and do a better job than your boss. Good for you. At least when you walk back and you look back five, 10 years from now, you're not going to look like, oh my gosh, I was a complete a-hole to my former employer. You know what we're talking about. It's like you're going along your business. You're like feeling really good about yourself. And then all of a sudden you remember some dumb thing you did when like you were a teenager. And it's almost like this hit in the stomach that goes, oh, I was really crappy. I did that too. You don't, you don't want any more of that, right? No. We're too old for that crap, right? <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. So anyway, we'll get back to the stealing part now. <laughs> I think we've kind of given you a good idea. I guess the big goal here with this little baby cast was to just encourage you to, if you're lacking ideas on what to do, whether it's on your Instagram, lacking ideas on how to do run your business, set it up, how to market yourself, how to style, how to do lashes, any of that stuff. Your menu, how to do service, the flow of the service, your customer service, your appearance. Like, how am I supposed to style my salon or my, my room? How am I supposed to rejuvenate it? Or forms. You don't know what forms to use for consultations. Actually, that I think would be a great thing to do. I mean, probably your local neighbors won't want to share them. But I bet you if you reach out to someone that you meet at LashCon or some other social event, or maybe someone you're following on Instagram, say, hey, what consult forms do you use? Would you mind sharing those with me? You could copy and paste and or maybe for a small fee pay them for it they probably got it from someone else themselves and if you just do that up front versus i know i'm sure some people do they go online they, they try to find it and they just download it and they copy and put their name on it i mean that's probably what a lot of people do but why not just ask up front and honor that person before you steal their forms but everything we're just saying is you don't have to reinvent the wheel this industry has been around for 17, 18 years now. There's been some history. There's some veterans like us and others walking around who are giving out and helping others. And you can go to coaches and get trained. You can 
talk to people and say, would you be my mentor? And would you help me just reach out to someone and say, and if they don't have time, that's okay. Don't take it as a personal rejection. People are busy, but maybe there's someone out there that you connected with on Instagram that you guys chat a lot. And you're like, no, it'd be really cool if you could be my mentor. Would you mind being that maybe once a month for, you know, an hour, we can sit down and talk over zoom or over coffee if you're local, just find ways to get help so that you're not all alone trying to make this all up yourself. Yeah, that's a great idea. So, all right, cool. I think we've uh, we hit that one. Do you have any more thoughts on that, or you felt like we've done a good job? I feel like we've done a good job. I just want to put it out there. Like, if you are lost and you don't know where to turn, reach out to us. Send Paula a DM on our Lashcast Insta page, and we'll get back to you and, and, and encourage you with, yeah. with whatever you need. We do our best. I do respond if I can, if all possible, if we're around. Within 24 hours, if not sooner, uh, I usually do audio messages back because it's just easier and quicker to do that than have to type everything. And we do give a lot of helpful feedback to people. And uh, so, yeah, if you want to do that, I mean, there's some questions that are just so like, how can I fix my career? I can't probably help you with those type of things, but if you have a specific problem you're facing with your staff or with yourself or with your clients, we will at least give you some thoughts. It's that what it's we're you here on. for. This yeah. is why we do this. Getting a chance to connect with you guys, impart what we have, which I think is wisdom, um, <laughs> to make a difference in your lives is why we do this. All right. I think it's good. Well, guys, that's a wrap. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. And go right now and get your ticket to the last social in Vegas on June 25th at 9 o'clock at the Sahara Hotel. I promise you, you do not want to miss this opportunity. On behalf of my Lash Mouse Tusney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing, and remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. 